This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia for boosted same game pallets to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions do apply. And we're also brought to you by... The Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party this Saturday. Sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's the Valero Texas Open DFS show. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, I'm in a little better mood tonight about the tournament as a whole. I think I was just a little irritated about match play being done. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know what? I, I'm in a good mood too. I know some people are not looking forward to this event. Uh, I think it's crappy. I kind of like making cases for bums though. Yeah. You know, you know, shine a turd a little bit, yes. present it to you guys about why, you know, you should buy into this complete loser. So mm-hmm. I'm actually looking forward to it tonight. I actually have a lot of losers that kind of uh, end up uh, selling myself on. So they're we'll all where it goes tonight. They're all losers. I found the best fucking meme, by the way. And uh, it, it says, yeah, they're losers. But they're my losers. And it's Gary Oldman in some show I've never fucking seen. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to way overuse this. I'm going to use this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be the uh, the little thumbnail for uh, our show tonight. Oh, it could be. It's, good. it's a good call. Exactly. Yeah, all right, Cameron. Uh, although I think he's out of state now, so I, I think we're uh, SOL on that. What is, who, who's going to do it? Oh, no, no. He already uh, pre-made the uh, thumbnail. Oh. So we're good. <laughs> Wait, who's uh, doing? He it? went to go gamble, I think, in uh, Louisiana. Yeah, so. Shreveport. He said he was going. Yeah, Shreveport. he's at the six and five blackjack table with his. It just, just abuse right there to uh to gamblers. Six and what? five uh, blackjack, not oh, great. You're missing out on that. So what, is, what does that mean? That basically means you get paid out six to five on blackjack. Usually, oh, I thought you, like, you were like saying three to two. <laughs> I thought you said it was a six or a five dollar table. I was like, I love finding no. a five dollar table. What are you talking about? No, it's just it's just a casino, you know. Yeah, it's the rake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. anything anything with any slight edge to the to the player, they're, they're gonna they're gonna make it so the rake <laughs> makes it no longer a fucking edge. There you go. So, all right, why don't we get to uh, DFS pricing? So, real quick though, is there any okay. weather updates? Um, maybe a slight lean towards guys AM PM. No. It is looking like, I mean, Thursday looks pretty windy regardless. Right. Uh, it looks a little less windy in the morning, pretty windy in the afternoon. It seems like, though, it's going to be breezy in the morning and then nothing in the afternoon. On Friday? Uh, on Friday, but we'll okay. see. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, tea okay. times are not out. Uh, yeah. I definitely would monitor it. Uh, it seems like on Saturday, Sunday, though, it's not going to be quite as windy. So, yeah. um, maybe these wave stacks might be pretty important. I feel like we've been overvaluing that lately. We have, we we definitely have, but uh, you know, well, I mean, one of these weeks is going to work for out for us. Exactly. So. Blind squirrel finds enough, baby. All right, ten thousand dollar range. Let's just get right to right it. to it. Yep. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't really like anybody up here. Uh, okay. Even the, even the popular options down, you know, with Tent Ricky and Corey Connor. So, yeah. I guess why don't why don't I start with Hatton and Matt and Hideki? Because these guys are clearly pivots based on yeah. early ownership. I think there's the risk that they're going to withdraw. Uh, yeah. I think that's a very reasonable possibility. So I guess if, let's say both of them stay in, yeah. which one, I guess, do you prefer? I'll take Hatton. Really? I don't trust Decky in his injury at all. Like Hatton like had whatever he had with his hands and then still went out and played. 
Decky didn't play his third round. His injury history is is just the juice ain't worth the squeeze for me at 10-5. It's just not. Especially if he's, you know he's thinking about the Masters. You know what I mean? Like, does he really want to go out and tweak his neck and not be able to play good at Augusta? Okay. So, around this time last year, this is when he had the neck injury. Yeah. Well, so, did he get it here? No, he didn't get it here. I think he got it at Bay Hill. Did, did he, he would? Did he withdraw from this? Or did he get DQ'd from this last year? He got DQ'd. No, from he got DQ'd from Memorial for the uh, Memorial for the tape. The stupid driver sticker. Yeah, know, for the for the there. driver sticker. So how did he do here? All right, so you know what? You're right. He did withdraw. Dumb. So and then the next week he had a T14 at the Masters. So yeah. I guess that is a demerit for him. Yeah. But why is he here then? Like, if he's really mm-hmm. that concerned about it, why is he playing? I don't think he's going to. You don't really don't. Going to. I don't think okay. he's going to. All right. So I guess then, do you really want to pay 10 9 no. contrarian with Hatton? No. Who does? Okay. He looks like he should be a closer here, but I don't know. No. <laughs> like, All I'm, right. I'm fine with not paying 10 9. Yeah. I mean, like, he fits a lot of things I'm looking for. I mean, he's good in all the proximity buckets that I'm, I, uh, see here. I mean, he scores pretty well anytime he has to get up and down from a bunker yeah. uh, in relation to the field. Uh, good putter on Bermuda, which I think that's going to be the dominant strain of grass on this green this week. Yep. So, but I, I just overall, I think between the injury concern with him and I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think too, other than Spieth, like the real top premium guys, like they tend to kind of fall flat. Like I know like, like Finau has been in this tournament a couple of yeah. times and like really it. high on him and he doesn't really do yeah. anything. Exactly. So, and honestly, I mean, I'm not really buying Fowler this week. I'm not very okay. buying Ricky. Okay. I, I, tell, I, tell me why. I just think that between all the attention and the pressure that's going to be on him in order to win uh, around the green, he's been pretty bad as well. I, I am as one of the worst bunker players. Um, on the actual in the actual field over the last three years. So okay. that's not great for me. I mean, like, I don't want to, I'm not going to overvalue bunker play this week. That's going to be my sole reason for picking or right, right. Be guys. But like, yeah, I, I, it's a tiebreaker. And then Corey Connors, I just feel like at with how he's been playing, I just don't want to pay 10 one for Corey he played Connors. good at match play though. And he's got, obviously likes it here, likes it at Augusta. Right. So I don't know. I, mean, I like. I like. I like. I'm fine. They're both uber chalk, though, right? So I'm listen. I'm fine just out of to, because of the, how this is. Just to skip this fucking range completely. I just think it's crazy because Ricky in the models is so. I mean, he's number one in approach in this field. He's third in ball striking. <laughs> like yeah, you know, right. it, yeah. So it's just the the narrative's too perfect. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he's not gonna fucking. He's trending in the right direction. He's not going to win a tournament to get in the Masters. Like, it's just the, the, the narrative is too perfect. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, completely honestly, in probably DFS, I'm probably skipping this range. Yeah, me too. Um, I was wondering, when, like, when I first, when I started looking at the ownership, and guys, it's fucking Monday, right? So who knows? It's all going to shift, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I was, I, I thought for sure, uh, other than Ricky, like, I think, I thought Connors was going to get skipped. Like, I thought everybody was just going to start with a couple guys in the nines. Okay. So, all right. Uh, you want to take a break? I mean, that's, I got nothing else for the 10,000 hour range. No, I mean, I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, maybe, okay. Yeah. All right. Why don't we take our first break? And then, uh, why don't we start breaking down some ranges that, uh, I kind of enjoy a little more. All right. Let's do it. Listen, WinBet is the official online sports book 
of the Sports Gamble Podcast Network. And WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday, 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the WinBet Win Hour marquee games of the week, we'll have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is still here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. You sign up today to receive a special offer. You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks. It is limited to a state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot pile of the week, you get $1,000 in free credit. There's so much to choose from. And all you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app today. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. And present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And for the Masters, you're looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at the Stadium Swing and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world. You can win a three-night stay at the Circa Las Vegas to hang with the boys. The contest is completely free to enter. You just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on the room using promo code SGP15. Ah, and the final four watch party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys with their virtual on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of final four action, live bets, prize giveaways, and much more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash podcast and tune in on Saturday. Okay. All right. And then I want to let you guys know too, that uh, we're planning to have a very special giveaway uh, for the masters. Uh, we have a uh, tailor-made stealth two driver uh, in our warehouse that we just are needing to uh, unload on uh, our fans. We need your help though. Uh, you know, we're on the precipice of a couple of milestones. So if we get 20 Apple reviews, 20 Spotify reviews and 20 YouTube new su- uh, subscriptions to our YouTube channel, uh, we're going to give away a driver free to you as a big thank you for all the support you're giving us. So uh, go ahead, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, give us a review on uh, or a rating on Spotify. Give us an app or review, and then you'll be eligible to win uh, a new driver. All right. Okay. Uh, we have a question from uh, Terrell Furman. Uh, from uh, the NBA gambling show. Uh, I just, just, just answered him in the chat, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we just, we talked about it at the top of the show, but I mean, there is some injury concern with him, but overall, like he should be a good force fit. I mean, obviously really good. A lot of proximity buckets. We're looking at good iron player. Um, he's been pretty good at, um, you know, some other Texas golf courses, some great Norman designs as well. He's been good as uh, too. So, yep. you know, that could be somebody uh, you might want to look at this week, but yeah. Uh, and he's not drawing a lot of ownership, so maybe in DFS could be a little bit contrarian. Not my cup of tea this week, but yeah. I mean, for bet for yeah. betting, like maybe a top twenty, but I'm not paying thirteen to one for Terrell Hatton to win this fucking. No, I'm I'm probably not either. No. All right, nine thousand dollar range, and I need to ask you a question, sir, as okay. the uh, the whisperer mm. of Siwoo Kim. Mm-hmm. Why why can't he win this week? He absolutely can win this week. I talked about it with uh, Cam this morning. He, he was talking about Montgomery at, tw- at 22. And I was like, why wouldn't you just bet Siwoo? <laughs> like, why wouldn't you just not bet Siwoo at 22? The same fucking number. Mm-hmm. He can absolutely win this week. He's got that cheater putter now. Um, yeah, fuck yeah. He can absolutely win this week. He may or may not already be on my betting cap. Okay. Uh, what uh, number cheater putter is this for him? Is this number six or seven since last year? Because he is prone to us uh, snapping it over his knee. I, has, I, haven't, yeah, I haven't seen him snap a long boy yet. Okay. All right. Well, maybe, maybe it just hasn't been on camera. Yeah, that's I, I know last year because I witnessed this in person at Augusta National. He yeah. fired a ball into the pond on 16, but they cut away real quick. Yeah, uh, they wanted they, to protect him, kind of like how the ESPN Plus wants to protect John Rahm when he goes into a string of profanities. He just disappears. Uh, after a really bad shot. Yeah, the, the, the audio the just disappears. And so yeah. I think it's hilarious. They, I swear, they don't even know if they're going to say anything. But a golfer hits a bad shot. They're like, just dump it. Just hit the dump button. Hit the dump button. Just yeah, hold it, hold it for a minute. Yep. As soon as I don't hear uh, the ball coming off the club face, I know something yeah. really poor is about yeah, to happen. Exactly. So. exactly. And then no, I love, I love the guy. 
Yeah, as a guy I bet on usually means I give expletives too. So I mean, I, I love Siwoo Kim this week. I mean, he's really popular. I mean, it makes a lot of sense though because he's been really good here. Um, the T degree number has been really solid on him. You know, really getting a lot of proximity buckets. He hasn't been scrambling all that great lately over his last twelve months. I got my you know minus point two, but overall though he is pretty good around the green. Great bunker player too. Okay, good. Um, I was going to ask you that because I was in my brain, which you know is constantly wrong. Um, I, in my brain, he's a good bunker player. So you concur that the stats back up my my eye. So let me tell you what I did. Okay. So because sometimes like just looking at sand state percentage is a little misleading. They also have on PG Tour what you actually scored on the whole when you had to get up and down from the bunker. Mm. So it's a combination of a lot of things. Basically, like are you putting yourself in a position to actually make the putt? And can you make the putt? So I actually create a little bootleg strokes gain from out of bunkers for this week. And he's getting over. And if he did this, so if everybody had like 18 bunker shots around, he's gaining over a stroke on the field. So it's very strong for him. So good bunker player overall. Uh, good scrambler overall. He's a little bit in a rut right now. I'm not too concerned about it because uh, historically at uh, one of the things I also pulled to was how you actually do in this event. Like, are you pretty good with your arms in this event? Pretty good around the green in this event. He's been very good around the green in this event. So I'm not really too worried about what his uh, short-term form is with that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm good with, um, I'm, I'm good with Siwoo Kim this week, even though he is popular. Yeah, no, yeah, listen, I get it. You're just going to get different somewhere else. And listen, th- th- there's, there's certain guys down low that are catching it, and I'm sure that there's going to be uh, more groupthink as the week goes on, uh, and you'll see some uh, you'll see some popularity down there. But, yeah, you can definitely get different somewhere else. I mean, you know, don't start don't, don't start Ricky and and then go see Wu. I'm going to go on mute because my dogs are going nuts. <laughs> my... Okay. Um, why not talk about Davis Riley then? Because I was going to make the case for Davis Riley. I guess here was the case I was going to come to the show with. Listen, the, around the green has been very poor for the last year or so. But J.J. Spawn was really poor around the green heading in last year. But he was hitting the ball great. And he had winning. Uh, Riley has very good history in Texas at, and at uh, some other uh, Greg Norman designs. Yep. He had been hitting his irons pretty well. So, but what scared me off though is I was going to prove every, I was going to try to prove everyone wrong because I like doing that. Yes, we know. So I was going to talk about do we overrate around the green at this place because it is important, right? But as far as like like so, I went back and looked at last year's top ten. And I looked at how they were all doing around the green the last fifty rounds and how they're doing around the green um, the last twelve. Yeah. And JJ Spawn was the exception to the rule. Okay. Everybody else was very good around the green, either heading in or if they were maybe like field average, they were really good, like in the short term. Okay. And Davis Riley's doing neither of those things. So that's enough to scare me off, uh, especially because he is drawing some ownership this week. His outright price has been steamed up from, you know, 30 ish to one to mid twenties now. So, and for whatever reason, I don't know how much faith I want to put in these numbers, but data golf actually estimated the strokes gained of everybody at the uh, WC match play based on categories. And he didn't play all that well, even though he was two and one. Yeah. He lost strokes off the tee, lost strokes around the green, lost strokes with the putter only slightly up with his irons. So if I was baking that into my day, which I don't really want to do, because I'm going to be honest, 
with so how well, how match play is. There's a lot of conceded putts. Yeah. There's just guys just guys play play 50 holes versus 30 holes, you know, right? Exactly. So, but just taking this at face value, his irons have actually been not very good lately. Uh, The around the green is still a problem for him. He's not trending as well. And I liked him to be. So now I'm actually off him this week. Okay. Amen. That's fine. Okay. Um, Let's see. You got Chris Kirk and Kuchar down here. Yeah. So let me ask you about Kirk. So sure. All right. He's really good around the green. His wedges under 150 are really, really solid. Yep. He's really good from 150 to 200 as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess this is more of a betting question because I haven't been able to pull the trigger on it, but I do have a lazy book that doesn't move the number. Is Kirk, is he going to go from not winning in however many years it was to winning twice in a month and a half? I mean, Brendan Todd did that a couple of years ago. It's true. Maybe. That's true. I mean, let's it's, see. I mean Berm- it's Bermuda too. He puts well on Bermuda. He does put well on Bermuda. Uh, I can tell you what he did at match play. He his ball striking was really good at match play, mm-hmm. but he did not putt well and he wasn't great around the green. That's pretty abnormal for him. Correct. So if you don't think that's going to continue, the fact that you know, I mean, I got him gaining uh, over a stroke per match. Um, with his irons, gaining about huh. 0.4 off the tee. Okay. So if that's right for data golf, he's coming in with really a ball striking. That's similar to a JJ spawn. And when he misses, he does, when he misses, he doesn't like hit it off the fucking planet. And that's where you get in trouble here. No, not that I know of. Yeah. So, huh. okay. yeah, I mean, like for DFS, he, he seems to be very popular. I, I think just I, oh, yeah. if, if I was going to choose between Kuchar and Kirk, um, I probably would just go with the lower owned guy, which seems like it's going to be Kuchar right now. Yeah. But if you want to go Chris Kirk, I mean, the the case for him is immaculate. I mean, both of them are tremendous around the green. Both of them are tremendous bunker players. Yeah. Both of them are really good from under 150 and score very well from those Rangers. Uh, both of them have really good course history here. So, I mean, there, there's not really much to, oh. you know, poke a hole at right. with these guys. Um, and then Ryan Fox. So it's in a mile, but he sprays it fucking everywhere. Okay, he does, but um, I mean, you can do that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, his irons have been tremendous. He's really good around the green. He's been putting very well on Bermuda lately, and and on some of the overseeded surfaces too. Yeah, I kind of like him this week. I don't hate him. He jumped out at me. I talked about him this morning. I'm sick of losing money on Dietrich, so I was thinking about putting losing more money on a different. Uh, loser, Europe, uh, well, I guess he's not European, but plays on the European tour. Yeah, I mean, um, well, he's actually won in the European tour. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he's been okay. Jamera States, uh, which is a Greg Norman design. I think he's got a top 20 finish there at the DP World Championship last year. So I can actually get behind Ryan Fox considering, you know, he fits a lot of things I'm looking for, you know, decent around the green. The irons have been tremendous with him. Uh, he's actually another guy that at match play, his ball striking was really good for uh, his three matches. I got him gaining um, 3.1 strokes per match with his ball striking, yeah. and he lost it all with the putter, and he wasn't great around the green. Uh, that's the one thing with him is sometime around the green, he'll really down south for him for a couple tournaments, but then it comes right back quickly. He's had two down tournaments in a row. Um, I'm looking like at the 2022 results. Yeah, he went through a similar thing last September, like really poor around the green, and then he started, and then he turned it around at the Kazoo Open in France, and then he won two starts later. So, 
Um, the kazoo open. I just pictured that annoying toy as a child that my kids still somehow get at like birthday grab bags. The fucking shit goes right in the trash. <laughs> there you go. So maybe uh, when he won it, or maybe when he, uh, well, he missed the cut there. Maybe the winner actually blows into it. So, <laughs> so. well, I mean, the, the point is, I mean, the guy has won before. That's unlike Dietrich. Yeah. So yeah, listen, I like I, yeah. listen, I'm I'm fine with it. I just I I just worry about I don't watch him enough. You know what I mean? Like I don't I just I trust what guys who watch him all the time say. So. Yeah, he also did a uh, very good job in the American Psycho parody featuring Terrell Hatton. Oh, he did. He did. Yeah, uh, he uh, he had I think a couple lines in there. There it is. Good. That's all I needed. There you go. Thanks, right, buddy. I just, told, I, I just sold you. Thanks, buddy. So Fucking all right, why don't we move to the eight thousand dollar range then? So yeah. why don't I kick it off with you? Who are a couple guys you like down here? I mean, Ben Griffin, man. Why not? Like, why I mean, not? I can, I, I can tell you why not. He's yeah. So when he's really good around the green, he's good yeah. with his wedges uh, and the rest of his irons are shaky at best. And like, he doesn't, he hasn't really done anything since like the Honda, but listen, I, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm certainly going to take him. Like, like, look, I might not even be in this range, but it's between fucking Alex Noren and Gazuntaik, I'm taking, I'm taking Griffin. And then, the only other person I I was high on Cam Davis this morning. That's gone. Um, I'm not going back to DG. What do you think Wallace is going to fucking play? Yeah, he's on the Masters. Okay, so we we confirm that him winning Corrales. Yeah, he's not he's not on the Masters. Yeah, winning Corrales no longer gets you into the Masters. That's fair. It can't be an opposite field event. Like it. Um, I don't mind him. Them just depends on ownership for him. He's so okay. good around the green. He is uh, green. Shank's not getting any love. He isn't. Um, he hasn't been very good here. Yeah. He's really struggling with his irons here. He's been okay around the green here. He's putt well here. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I and I don't know enough. Like, I, I, I'll let somebody smarter than me who watches the, the Dutch kid tell me if I should really pay attention to what he's been doing. Uh, Nikolai? Yeah. I, so I, listen, I know you like him. I know you like him. So I mean, I, I, I don't. So I like his brother better. Oh, his he's brother. I'm confused. Yeah. So here's the thing. Rasmus's brother played here last year. And actually was very good. I think he was almost first round leader. He finished T16. <laughs> this is his brother. He was Nikolai. Yeah, yeah, okay. And Nikolai did very well um, at uh, what was it last week? Corrales. Yeah, Corrales. And he's been play, and he's been playing very well uh, over in on the European Tour early this winter. So um, what is he been doing? Yeah, so he finished you know fifth at Thailand, thirteenth uh, at the Raz Al Ghul Championship, T uh, ten uh, at Abu Dhabi, T uh, ten last December at the Australian Open. He's a very okay. streaky player, very volatile player. I don't know how much I trust him a mm-hmm. whole lot. Uh, he tends to do a lot of his damage off the tee. Um, the irons can be definitely hit or miss with him. Okay. So, now, unfortunately, there's not any show gain data from any of his recent stuff. Like in Thailand, they didn't bring it over. Or uh, the Australian Open, they didn't bring it over either. So there's a couple holes, I guess, in my visibility about what he's been doing. Damn, Shank has been bad here. He has been bad. Okay. Uh, so why don't you like Norn and Bazanehut? Because I don't like them. Like you just, just don't, you just don't like them. That's it. Like I'm just like they don't do anything. They never do anything. Zaynu miracle the fucking T13 at the fucking players. Uh Norin I, think, I wouldn't call it miracle. Miracle. Gesundheit stinks. Stinks, Jerry. He stinks. Uh Alex Norin 
what the fuck has he done? T4 at the Houston Open? Like, no, thank you. 8,800 for somebody who is not good at golf. No, no. Okay. All right. So in three matches last week, he gained three strokes with his irons. Okay. Okay. And when he got cut at the players, he gained two strokes with his irons. Okay. So the irons are trending up. He's been terrible off the tee, which Mm -hmm. we're going to ignore that this week. It's okay. Uh, He has been excellent in the state of Texas. He has been excellent on Jumeirah States, the Greg Norman design. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has been not very good at Mayakoba. Nope. So never played here. Never played here, but I don't think that really matters all that much. No, it's fine. So, and then you look at Bazadenhut. He actually hit the ball pretty well, tee to green at uh, the match play, even though he lost all three matches. Uh, it was actually around the green and putting. That Which is what down. we want to avoid. Okay, but he's he been good. But, he, but he's been good. All right, you just want to hate on Bazadenhut. I hate Bazadenhut. I know you hate. I know you hate Bazadenhut. But in general, he's pretty good putter, pretty good around the green, right? Yeah, he's good around the green. Do so you think that's going to happen twice in a row? Yeah. So you like so you like Chris Kirk, who just had a really terrible performance on the green and putting. Yeah. But the ball striking was fine. So you like him. Right. But right. Zayn who has been hitting his irons pretty well at the players. His well, irons pretty good last week at match play. It's really good around the green in general and a great putter, really good with his wedges, a great bunker player, too. And you don't like Zayn who. Correct. At two percent ownership. I mean, that might be all right. But listen, okay. I mean, we're talking about two different – we're talking about – I mean, even if you take out the win, I mean, he still had two top fives uh, in January. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. Okay. They just – he just – I don't know. I, mean, I, I just can't. T15 at Colonial, T12 at uh, TBC Craig Ranch, T15 at Mayakoba, T14 at Jumeirah States, T12 Jumeirah States. Mm. So, yeah, a combination of good at Greg Norman places, good on Texas golf courses. If it is going to be windy, you want a guy who's going to get up and yeah, down. Yeah, and it's going to be low, not low scoring, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be a birdie fest, which yeah. I don't really want Bazane Hood at. Right. I actually kind of don't really mind Norn or Bazane Hood, considering I see their irons trending up and they're really good around the green. I think that's going to work this week. Mm. I'm not saying be- bet them out. I'm not saying bet them no, out. No, right. no, I, th- no. I, th- I think they are very. Uh, they're criminally underowned in DFS. Right? I mean, I'll give you that. Like, Bazin who should be higher on that, especially because of the, the type of scoring that we're we're expecting. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at his stats now. Damn, his approach numbers go too. Uh, yeah, I mean, but they they've been good recently. So he's been trending up. I'd rather I'd ra- listen if, if you put a gun on my head, and maybe pick one. I take Gazantik, but okay. <sighs> you won't even say the name correctly. No. Okay. No, I won't. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I think we talk about everyone else. I mean, JJ Spawn, do you want to go back to him? I mean, he looked good in match play. Um, he, did. he did look good in match play. Obviously, after obviously being horrible for four straight tournaments. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, look, he's uh, he's fine. I mean, he's probably too owned for me. Okay. Based, based on the other places I'm going. I mean, do you think he's going to defend? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. Uh, I think he's, is he, is he in the Masters? I think he's in the Masters. Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, why don't we take another break? Yep. And then why don't we go over the $7,000 range? Sounds good. Listen, we're also brought to you guys by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy continues to have match madness. Call it Pick'em. It's a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props, great NBA and NHL daily games. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And don't forget, if you guys are watching us on Twitter or 
listening on uh, on Apple, Spotify, wherever it is, man, go make sure you give us a review and go over and uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and watch us there, man. It helps out. Uh, yeah, man, that's it. And then uh, Steve can talk about Piper Golf Balls. Yeah, so uh, I just got notification that uh, my home course is going to be open for play uh, starting next week. So I started book tea times uh, and I'm going to bring Piper golf balls to the golf course. Cause that's going to help improve my game. You know, up here, it's kind of tough ball striking conditions between cold and wind. So you gotta be really good around the green. That's what Piper golf balls do for you. You know, they got a line of golf balls that are tailor-made to everybody's handicap. They got a little extra spin to help you around the green. That's a really good way to lower your scores. I know it's going to help me too. So go to Piper.golf slash GGP. You get 10% off your first order using promo code GGP. You can opt to subscribe or receive scheduled shipments on golf balls at a 50% discount. And you get free shipping on anything, uh, any orders over 50 bucks. So go to Piper.golf slash GGP. And start improving your game today. All right. $7,000 range. So why you usually have questions. Or you're on mute, by the way. Sorry, I was taking a drink while uh, you were reading your ad read. That's know. okay. I didn't want the ice to jingle. All right. So um, you, you usually have questions like guys down here. So why don't you uh, why don't you ask away? Yeah, I was just saying it was just this is a big range of suck. Um, I don't actually. I, there's a lot of guys I like down here. Yeah, that's fine. There's still it's still a big range of suck. Um, okay. Brendan Todd seems like a pretty fucking obvious play, right? Very obvious play. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to catch more ownership. I, I actually thought he was going to have more already. Okay. I, want, I wonder why it's only sitting at like 10. He's so good around the green. Good course history here. He's good with his wedges. He's playing okay. You know, he's playing good for Brendan Todd. Um, I, I, irons are trending up with him too. It might yeah. be like if, if people are looking at really recent form, he was really bad Genesis and really bad really in bad. Phoenix. Yeah. But uh, at players, gained off the tee, gave with the irons, gained around the green. Uh, at Arnold Palmer, lost off the tee, gained with the irons, gained around the green. Yep. Um, like you just said, he's a winner in Texas. He yep. won back where they played at, uh, I think, TPC Four Seasons at the Byron Nelson. Uh, he's a winner in Mayakoba. That is a Greg Norman design as well. Really yep. good at Valero. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's kind of like with Chris Kirk. Like, there's not really, like, like on its face, the iron numbers aren't all that great, but he, what he specializes in under is under 150. That's really going to help on the par four. Uh, the par fours approaches here. And I know he's done it here before. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I love it. I, I, I think that's fine. I like Rye at the same price point as well. Um, I, do, I do too. Especially if it's going to be windy, um, iron play, good around the green. Um, yeah. I mean, he's I mean, 18, 20 at the players. I mean, he's a good, is he young? No. I feel like he's not young, right? No, I think he's like, I mean, like late 20s. And what, what do you, yeah, 28. Yeah, so like I consider young guys like at this point. What I mean, what fucking Sam Burns is like fucking twenty five. I would say like twenty is kind of in your prime now. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not falling for the uh, the Putnam trapdoor scheme. Not doing that. No, no, no. Okay. Pendrith, Pendrith stinks. <laughs> what happened to that guy? I don't know, man. <laughs> he. Uh, it seems like he lost everything. His iron suck off the tee socks around the green socks. And that's yeah. not even including what happened last week. Corrales. I, I, I looked, I think, on Thursday, he was like plus five for yeah. uh, through like he made 12 the cut. holes. Whatever that's worth. He made the cut? Yeah. God, that must say how bad that field was. <laughs> cut, what was the cut? Like plus seven? I have, I couldn't speak to that intelligently. Uh, um, okay. I guess that's never stopped me before, but I don't know uh, what what the cut line was. Bo Hostler, you, I mean, you, you want to trust course history? Miss four cuts in a row? No. I, I'm just, I'm just. Yeah. I'm not a Bo Hosser guy. No, me either. 
Smalley's interesting. I, Smalley, I actually like Alex Smalley this week. So ball striking uh, real good. Yep, the ball striking numbers has have looked pretty well with him. I uh, really good at a lot of the comp courses I looked at, like a lot of Texas golf courses, a lot of you know Greg Norman designs. So fourth at Houston last year, fourth in Houston again in 2022, sixth at uh, Vedanta Bayarta. Uh, wow. That's the great Dover design in Mexico, 27th at the Charles Schwab did not play very well. at his only, only appearance at Valero Texas open, but i like the fact that, uh, you know, around the green, he's been a little better lately. Uh, you know, he finally had a good week with his irons. Maybe that's treading up a little bit. Um, and his ownership, I don't think he's drawing all that much, right? Nah, not too much. It's fine. Nah, it's, 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 sub, it's sub 10. Yeah. It's, it's, it's spread pretty even down here. Yeah, like he's get, he gives me vibes of like how I felt about Taylor Moore a couple of weeks ago, where okay, like maybe not the perfect case, but I just think he's a good player. He's got a lot of really good showings on the PGA Tour. I think the fact that he's seventy six hundred bucks in this field, I think he's got a kind of a high ceiling. Okay, so oh, I, I, I kind of like him. All right, all right. Well, um, we, we believe it in Kazire. You know, I was going to bring him up. <laughs> Remember last year how chalky he was? He was. Yeah, and he was horrible. Yeah, terrible. But I mean, so, so did he? Did he just do really well? Like, uh, yeah, the T ten at the Valspar. Yeah, there you go. So maybe that his so he gained um, about point nine strokes per round at the players with his irons. No, nope. gained again. You know, with his irons at Valspar. Now he's been horrible around the green. Right, very bad. So that's that's a big demerit. But if you want, I mean, listen, like Corey Connors won here and JJ Spawn won here. He was horrible around the green coming in. Yeah. I'm not saying Kazire is going to win, but the fact that like maybe that he's going to start paying everybody off, you know, that lost money to him last year. So, uh, and then yeah, let's see. How's, right, uh, what, right below him. Let's talk about him. Oh, I'm sorry. You're still going to talk oh, about Kazire? No, if, you're, you, if you're still going on, well, I was, was going to talk about Dick Taylor. How about, how about Benny N? Yeah. He didn't bend on. I mean, I don't think he's the ball striker he used to be. But... I don't think so either, but he's still so good around the fucking green. He is. Uh, I mean, he's got pretty good bunker numbers. Um, yeah, I mean, you go bent on. I don't hate that. He's a little chalky, though. I feel like chalk bent on is probably not a great idea. Okay. Um, Nick Taylor finally got things going again in Valspar. Yep. So that's a guy who's shown a pretty high ceiling here uh, You know, this year. Really good around the green. Uh, I think he's got a couple decent finishes like way long ago. So yeah. I know he can actually kind of do it here. I don't I don't mind Nick Taylor this week. All right. Uh let's see. Tyler Duncan is kind of like um it, I got Tyler Duncan and David Lingworth kind of in the same bucket. Okay. Her ball striking number has been really good. And like, I mean, what was Duncan last week? Top five finish? He had a top five finish yeah. at Honda. Yep. David Lingworth has been really good for about a month now. But the rather green numbers are really poor. But I think just the fact that, like, yeah, I mean, Duncan's 7200 bucks based on what he's been doing. Uh, David Lingworth, 7100 bucks based on what he's doing. I know well, they don't really. Lingworth. We, we have talked about him, I feel like, multiple weeks in a row. He's, he's been, he cashed me at Valspar. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, and I mean, I, I, you know, Lingworth has been really good at Colonial. So he got some Texas stuff. I think he's had a couple of finishes in Mayakoba as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that can work. Um, and then Kevin Streelman kind of came to life with Valspar again. Okay. Uh, he had T30, T27 finish. That's a guy that, I mean, he, he dominates at Valero. Um, you know, really good proximity numbers with all this stuff. Pretty good around the green too. 
Yeah. Maybe he can get things going. Where's Ben Martin from? What do you mean, where's Ben Martin from? Where's he from? Was he from Texas? I don't know. I'm asking. I didn't know if you knew or not. How, how old do you think Ben Martin is? Oh, he's got to be fucking 32, 33. And he's 36 years old. Okay. Yeah. So I knew he was older. Yeah, whatever. So um, uh, I don't know where Ben Martin's from. He might be a Georgia guy. Kind of looks like a Georgia guy. Checks out. Boat why, why, why are you talking about a couple of other players? You're like, I'll look up where Ben Barnes from. So I like, that's why I brought him up. So I kind of like Ben Madden. Like he was on a nice little tear there um, in February and, you know, made the cut at the players, made the cut at Valspar, lost around the green and potting, which he typically doesn't do. Played well at Poots Canna, uh, top 10 there. Uh, I mean, for 7,200 bucks or 7,100, whatever the hell he is, the, uh, it's uh, not bad. Not bad. I don't hate it. Okay. All right. Uh, how do you feel about Eric Cole again? So I was going to ask you about him. Is he just a guy we play in Florida? <laughs> like, it's Bermuda. and he, So does that kind of help a little bit? Like, man, because his numbers on approach and the path three numbers from uh, 150 on look Wasn't good. Wasn't he decent in Mayakoba? I don't know. All right. T27 finished in Mayakoba. Yeah. T35 at uh, Houston Open, and he gained. He did pretty well with his irons around and the green. He just lost it off the tee. His problems off the tee. <laughs> yeah, they usually are. Yeah. So I don't hate that. Okay. Um, I mean, Will Gordon's been hitting his his ball strike has been pretty good around the green's been a mess, but actually, I got pretty good bunker numbers on him. Really? Yeah, really. Hmm. So that might be horrible. Now that also might be like two years ago or three years ago <laughs> stuff. Right. I'd have to go back and see because I, I went back to like I think like 2020 or so because like yeah. I feel like with bunker play you don't really lose it. It's kind of like all right, are you good at bunkers good or, or not? not? Bad yeah. at bunkers. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of just you know it is what it is. So, yeah. but his bunker numbers I got are pretty good on him. Um, I mean you go Robbie Shelton, but I'm a little worried that he's the bubble that popped on him. Yeah. But like on his face, good iron numbers, good around the green numbers, good bunker numbers. Um. I think he has a decent finish here, so that's not horrible. SH Kim, that's another guy who's pretty good around the green. He's kind of up and down a little bit, but I, I think he's a decent player. He's got some okay results. What about uh, Charlie Hoffman? I mean, he did. He doesn't play anywhere good other than the places he's good at. He T14, the Phoenix Open. Is, I mean, is he going to do, do the same thing here? Maybe. 7,000? You could do that. What's his ownership like? Fucking sub five. Okay. You can go Charlie Hoffman. Um, well, for Drake, I don't track him. What? I don't. Tra- Why would I track Project Harrington? He plays mostly on the Champions Tour and on the Euro Tour. Like, and look, he made the cut at the API and the Honda. What did he? Didn't he come in like T five or T ten in Abu Dhabi? Listen, as someone who manually tracks stats, yeah, I, uh, I okay. So other all right. So he has a T five at Champions Tour. He has a T seven on the Champions Tour and a T two of the Champions Tour. Other than that, T fifty three at Arnold Palmer, T sixty at the Honda, T twenty five at the Raza Camina, cut at Hero Dubai Desert Classic, and a fourth at HSBC. Okay. Pretty fucking good. The man is a fucking senior citizen. If you want to play Padrig, go play Padrig. Padrig, sure. You you say Padrig. You tell you Padrig. say it. No, it's not. Okay, it's Patrick, whatever. All right, fine. Go play Patrick Harrington for all I fucking care, okay? All right. Um, I got nothing else in the and honestly, in this under seven. I got two guys I want to ask you about. Lucas Glover. Maybe Dude, he's, he's chalk. It's is like he six, chalk? It's like six percent already. 
I mean, that's not horrible. I mean, for 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 six k in an event like this, yeah. Um, Ben Taylor is just not a thing anymore. Yeah, he might not be a thing anymore. Okay, which is too bad. I like Ben Taylor, but remember with Ben Taylor, he's a retread. Yeah, I know. So he might be just who he is now. Any love for Scam Champ? No, I okay. am not, never. I know never. I'm playing him in DFS Masters Week. Okay. Care. Good for a lot of people will. Yeah, well, last year we said the same thing, and I shifted. It doesn't matter. We don't need to get into it. We have plenty of time to bitch and moan about the Masters next week. I can't wait for him to go to live. He's not going to live. They don't fucking. They're not taking any more players. Live is going to be gone. I, I, in I think. I think that that's a guy with injury history. I I I think he's going to. I mean, he's played the Saudi. I just don't think. I just don't think they're taking anybody else, bro. Like I think live is not long for this world. Well, I think they're going to take people next year. I don't know, man. We'll see. Okay. Uh, who the fuck? Where did he go? Oh, what about? I, I, I always do this just to watch you get angry. What about Doc Redman? <laughs> <laughs> I love Doc Redman. Sure. <laughs> why? Why do you love Doc Redman? I don't know. He fucking made me some money at one point, and fucking he just kind of fell off the face of the earth. He's a local Jacksonville guy too. I know a couple dudes who know him. They say he's a really good dude. Okay. Um. If it's T16 in the Valspars, maybe he's back, baby. He was supposed to be like a, 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 a young stud, and he just kind of never did anything. Okay. How about, uh, all right, Bryce Gardner, I had a T8 last week at Corrales, yeah? although he's only good usually on coastal tracks, and there's no water. No water. In, uh, <laughs> San Antonio. No water. So no water. <laughs> that might not be great. Landlord. Um, I don't know. That's really about it, though. Yeah, that's probably about it for me, too. Um, I know... Our boy Cam loves Pierce and Cootie. I don't know why. Every time, every time we talk, we talk about Pierce. he's the shiny, he's the shiny new toy. Him and Akshay are the shiny new toy. Oh, Akshay is going to be fucking Uber Chuck. Very much. I, I might better first. Want, I, they want Akshay to be a thing because he was on a TV show that I apparently didn't watch. Whatever. Yeah, he was on some golf show, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I might bet him first round leader. That motherfucker can go low. <laughs> the problem okay. is, the problem is, the next day he goes high. That is true. He's a very volatile player. So yep. uh, I got nothing really else. Yeah, I'm good ring, too, man. So. Okay. Uh, short, let's this see. Is a shorty. Well, no, I don't think we're done. All right. So this is the end of DFS Valero talk. Okay. So you sent me a message over the weekend. Uh, I, I'm not going to scroll through it. It was basically, it was Mike Wan of the USGA oh, uh, yeah, yeah. saying about the distance thing. So I think yeah. you've made it, I guess, why don't you make it? Make your take about it. So I just think he's full of shit on his reasoning why. Oh, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't really think like your local municipals or all these other places are going to need to buy 17 or 14 more acres. Like, I don't know, man. These talking heads immediately just rub me the wrong way when my bullshit meter goes off. Like, that's not the reason why they're doing it. Like, he doesn't give a shit about the country club or, or whatever venue to buy 14 more acres. Like, that's not the reason. That's it. I mean, that was my I, that, that I, was my whole take. I think I think they do give a little bit of a shit. I mean, their goal is to promote the game of golf for everybody. Yeah, and it's not a good thing that golf courses have to basically expand, 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 push tee boxes where they shouldn't be. How and many golf-, golf courses don't play how it's intended? But how many golf courses actually will have to do that? How many golf courses are PGA events? Do you know what I mean? Like not. Like what? What? Two percent? One percent? I don't know. That's fair, problems? but I mean, like, I mean, their biggest money maker are its national championships. Yeah. So if they want to put some sort of restriction on some of those guys, yeah, 
I, I think it's fine. I don't really have an issue with I this. I, I, I agree with a lot of the stuff they've been saying. Um, I think some of the hot air from some of the players is I, if you want to talk about bullshit, I think that's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, look, I, that stuff. Yeah, no, listen, I get it. Listen, and I actually don't have an opinion. If that makes sense. I just don't give a fuck. Like roll back the ball. I don't care. Like, yeah. or, or keep it. I don't care. Like, I mean, I, I, I think it's going to make professional golf more interesting because we're going to see these guys we'll hitting see. longer irons instead of just the driver wedge over. And I feel over like, I see. feel like this is just going to be like, like steroids in baseball. They're just going to figure out a way to get ahead of the testing. Like the equipment's going to, they're going to sneak the equipment and the ball's still just going to go as far or they'll figure out. So, you know, what are we on cabin now? Like, you know what I mean? They'll figure well, out. I mean, a, the USGA, like at, at the, all these events, USGA is going to control the ball. That right, but what I'm saying is, is like the equipment, like the actual, like, like whatever. They'll figure out a new driving phase that can give the ball an extra seven yards. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's going to be baseball on steroids. Like the guys who are going to, the guys who were going to cheat, were always going to stay ahead of it and not pop. Does that okay. make sense? All right. Okay. I guess that makes sense. I mean, like overall, I, I think this is a good thing. Uh, I think it's going to make the game of golf more interesting. I was going to, I was worried that. Because your nemesis Rory McIlroy actually was the only one who came out and supported this thing. They, you're just like, you know what? I just hate everything he says. I am anti this now. No, I and mean, you know I me. Mean? I'm not that blanket about almost anything. There are some things that I'm that blanket about, but Rory's not even one of them. Okay. The, uh, how, how about the pushback about how after Rory when he drove the green at Austin, that became a talking point about how the the rollback of the ball was we wouldn't be able to see that anymore. Did you hear? Did you see that? Yeah, I did. So I was actually more triggered by people saying that was the greatest drive ever. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, they want to wipe away DJ from, uh, you know, right, <laughs> right. And I get it. Like, I guess, like, just because, like, the distance and how close it came. But like, I don't listen. I love match play. I mean, the greatest, D- dri- I the mean, greatest DJ- drive ever is not coming at a fucking match play event that's not even the final. You know what I mean? Like that has to be context to the greatest drive ever. Does that make sense? Like even fucking Colin Morikawa's fucking uh, drive uh, to win, like is mm-hmm. I much better because of the because of the weight and the circumstance. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, no, I, that that makes sense. I, I I liked how people said, well, you're not gonna be able to see this if um you know you roll back roll the ball. Back the ball. But the response is just move the tee boxes up. Yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. Have them play Problem for the solved. ladies' tees, and yeah. then you're fine. Yeah, and I think I love these people who like because I guess like I, I legitimately don't have an opinion because I don't care. I think I'm just so worn out by people arguing about everything and literally everything that like I have to pick what I actually give a shit about. I just picture like these people think we're running, they're trying to roll back the ball and they're gonna be playing like like Fred Flintstone like rocks. You know what I mean? Like like we're just we're just taking a couple whatever. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, changing up something in the ball. Who knows? Like I don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, I think it's just gonna like go back like ten yards. Yeah, like what the fuck are we talking about? So this like the, lo- the longest round of the PJ Two is still gonna average like three twelve. Yeah, like uh, like everybody. That's plenty, that's fucking, plenty long. Everybody relax. That yeah. should be that should be the statement. Like I, I feel like this it's so fucking far gone in our society now. Nobody relaxes about fucking anything. I know I yell and I get all fucking worked up about shit. But it's just bullshit when I'm talking to you. Like, I'm not out in public, like, freaking the fuck out about shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just talking to my boy about something that I'm upset about. I'm yeah. not on any social media platform yelling about shit unless it's, like, the Bruins uh, or, or, like, some sporting event. Like, just people just don't – they take everything too fucking seriously. Everything is not the biggest fucking issue in the world. Okay. Ugh. 
why, why don't I actually ask you about maybe something that's a big issue? Let's just transition away from golf. This is something else I saw today. Okay. Uh, did you see Bill Belichick's quote today? Oh, fuck him, man. Like, fuck him. Like, All right. Just resting, roll. Yeah, resting on your fucking laurels. Like, like he would never, ever let a fucking player get away with what he fucking tried to pull today at his bullshit, childish fucking press conference. Uh, I think 25 years. Yeah, 25 years. How about the last fucking four, Bill? How about the last four? Bringing those fucking bobos in. Couldn't coach worth a fuck. You got nepotism on the staff. Don't. Oh, I can't do it. Like, I just can't. He's such a prick. He's such a fucking prick. And he is like, can you imagine if Brady, think about how bad he treated Brady. And, and after they won the championship, well, that was last year. We need to move forward to this year. And he says that I'm focused on the, In the same conference, he talked about, I got to focus on the 2023 20, uh, season. And then as soon as uh, somebody questions, you know, how, how shitty our team is and why any fan should be excited uh, of him fucking completely fumbling the bag on this team, uh, he, he reverts back to uh, my resume. No player could ever cite their resume. Brady couldn't cite his resume under Bill. Like, it, it doesn't matter what you did for me yesterday. It matters what we're doing moving forward. Uh, until we question how fucking stupid you are, Bill. Okay. <laughs> like, I hated it. I hated it. His act, his act has gone, gone old. Is is your opinion going to change if they trade for Lamar Jackson? They're never they're never going to fucking pay him. Kraft is Kraft is cheap. Kraft is not going to pay him. You look at like the real dollars spent. Like we're towards the bottom of the league. Like salary cap is bullshit. Like nobody cares. Like that's fake money. Like real real dollars spent. The pass is cheap. Okay. Real dollar. We're not going to pay him. Like fucking Tommy texted me that earlier. He's like, "Fuck off." Kraft's not going to pay him. But <laughs> I was irritated. Where, where, I was, where do you think Lamar plays next year? Commanders. Yeah, what's his, what's his what's his name what's his name selling the team so he can write a fat ass contract and be like that is true. Put him in salary cap hell as a giant F yeah. you to the franchise before he sells yeah. to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I don't think there's really another match for him though. Atlanta should be in on him. They should, but they got a lot of other problems though. Yeah, and they got they got a couple high draft picks. They can just replace. They can just draft a guy, right? Yes, but I mean, yeah. So, what are the odds of getting Lamar Jackson with a draft pick? Though I hate that logic. I'm like, but you already know what you have here. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I, don't, I like Lamar, I, man. Like, I, I've, I don't think I've ever been the biggest Lamar fan. I'm not a huge Lamar guy either, but fucking Christ, he's better than Mac Jones. Go pay the man. He is better than Mac Jones. That give is, give some, give sure. some excitement to the fucking fan base. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. Now, Billy O'Brien could do something with him. I don't know. Maybe. So. Thanks for spiking my blood pressure. You're welcome. I had to. We had to get at least to the 50 minute mark, and the only way to do it was to put you, out, you know, basically almost give you a stroke. So hell, I'm, so- I'm sorry, sir. Fucking ambush me. I was expecting that. <laughs> All right, I got nothing else. You got anything else? No, that's it. Uh, tomorrow uh, we got Mac Cannon on uh, the Benton Show. Uh, yeah, there's some interesting, uh, interesting decisions to be made out there. So I'm, uh, I'm curious to see which way we're gonna, which way we're gonna lean. Some of these matchups are gonna bug me. <laughs> like I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes we call it a coin flip, but this is a legitimate. Like blind, like Chris Powers, first round leader, dark throw, fucking with blindfolded. Like who knows? So mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out. But uh, go, uh, yeah, go, go, uh, go. Follow us uh, in our uh, Discord channel. Yes, and um, that's where Steve's in there. He's always dropping types of shit. I'll go in there and I'll shadow watch, and then people will mush my shit and I'll leave. Um, and, and then uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Boston underscore Capper. Uh, other than that, hit us up on uh, at Golf Gambling Pod too, man. Go subscribe to YouTube, hit rate, review, follow me, fucking whatever you guys want to do. Let's fucking break draft things this week. Let's fucking go.